0: 20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships, who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. We're Talking about swinging or, as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're
1: going to have to give you some tsunami. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants.
0: What is my with? This is a new generation of swingers. Waves are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by
2: Sunday your nuts going be
1: drained. Oh, oh. Hi everyone, welcome back to Swinging Around, episode fifty-five.
2: This is our Naughty in Noland's episode. So, in our Welcome Back, Bitches episode, we mentioned we're gonna be doing a little bit shorter episodes. Today's gonna to be kind of an exception to that rule. We got lots of good shit to talk yeah, about. Yeah, today. today's will be
1: longer for sure because we're gonna talk all about Naughty and Orleans. So first, though, I wanted to just thank you to anybody, to all of you who um, listened to episode fifty-four, who stayed around, who kept us in your feeds for four years and caught four back up of silence, caught back up with us with episode fifty-four, and hopefully you guys enjoyed um, our swinging around after-party episode all about. Um, quentin tarantino's movies and and talking about once upon a time in hollywood
2: that's our beard
1: that's, that's true yeah <laughs> exactly like like we mentioned we are geeky and we want to talk about other things other than swinging as well and so we wanted a second podcast and so that's a great front for keeping great, the equipment out great front for keeping the equipment out but we thought well we want to put it out for for this audience as well so that's why we have the swing around after party
2: seems like you enjoyed it lots of people downloaded it Maybe they listened to it. Maybe they didn't. I don't <laughs> really true. care. Well, they we well they probably it, so. well they might have
1: been, you probably get some who are like, what is
2: this? Yeah.
1: But this is hopefully, not sexual
2: or swinging. What hopefully, the hell? some
1: people like you know. I, I think there are a lot of people out there who who are movie fans and sex fans.
2: So episode fifty five, Naughty and Nolans. What is that? I think we mentioned it briefly in episode fifty four. So that was the next episode. Naughty and Nolins is a swing sex convention.
1: Yeah, it's like you know, not
2: just swinging, it's not just sex. It's people who are in the lifestyle, but it's also people who are who are adventurous sexually, and it's it's truly a convention. So those of you who've been to conventions for your job, where you go during the day, there are all kinds of things to do convention related. You meet and greet. Yeah, meet
1: meet. networking classes, seminars,
2: all those things, and then you fuck at night. It's. It's like a twenty four hour seminar, really.
1: <laughs> it is. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle convention. That is truly what it is, and it's in um, New Orleans, and it's usually held in July. And we only became aware of it um, a couple years ago. Some of our some of our some
2: lifestyle friends, friends. And we were looking for something naughty to do as a vacation this year. We've gone to Desire a couple of times and said, well, let's do something different. Let's let's try something new. Um, we'll stay in the states. It's a little closer. And, yeah, I mean, we
1: hadn't traveled um, just you and I as, uh, without our kids in a little while, so we wanted to to do that. We had never been to New Orleans before, and we always knew New Orleans was going to be a, a town where we probably wanted to travel for an adult-only vacation anyways.
2: Yeah, so if we're headed that way, we might as well double up and do sex and and stuff and hit up New, or- New Orleans at the same time. It actually ended up being an excellent idea because there was just enough days... During the day, we have things for us to do and keep busy in New Orleans. Then there was plenty for us to do in the evenings as well. And you know, if we had been there for solely one reason or solely for the other, I don't know, we might have had some downtime.
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so one thing that we wanted to do is before we were while we were getting ready for the trip, we were looking around and we had been and never been to New Orleans before. It's like, well, how far away is where we're going to be staying from where we'd want to go in the French Quarter? Well.
2: In the French basically <laughs> yeah, the in the French Quarter Convention is right in the French
1: Quarter. It the hotel you can walk to everything. The hotel uh, is borders the borders Bourbon Street, the main the main party street in New Orleans.
2: So we were there towards the end of July. We were we were there the twenty fourth through the twenty seventh is actually the, the dates. It was a Wednesday through Saturday. So most people fly in either Wednesday afternoon or some on Thursday as well. And then stay, well, stay through Saturday, you've got your Saturday evening party, and then a lot of people end up leaving you know, on exactly. Sunday, sometime. I, w-
1: I would say a lot of people fly in probably, we came in actually, not Wednesday afternoon, we, we came in more Wednesday morning. Yeah, well, and that's, then, that's
2: partially one of our topics, is flying in. Yeah, I,
1: th- I think a lot of people fly in, or I think it's not uncommon to come in on Tuesday as well, mm-hmm. and then stay at the hotel and... and uh,
2: Especially if you want to do touristy things. We definitely yeah. ran into people who had come in on Tuesday and mm-hmm. spent some time just doing tourist things and mm-hmm. wandering around for sure so um high level where is it when is it what happens i think we've kind of covered all those things it's in july it's in new orleans it is a hotel takeover in this case is actually two hotels that were taken over completely and yeah. i think there's even overflow into some of the nearby hotels as well
1: it's funny so anybody who's familiar with hotel takeovers it's funny because the um everybody was checking in and registering but there's the people who were checking out from the, the vanillas yeah the or can vanillas. i say muggles
0: the muggles <laughs> <laughs> um
1: and so they're checking out and so you're checking in on that wednesday and there's still you know vanillas walking around and even you know you'll see some, kids some kids you'll just on some that kids kids one Wednesday, maybe walking around just on and that so, one
2: wednesday before official check-in time at most hotels is like three or four o'clock and we yeah. got there at like noon so yeah that's about when we. Saw, that's the only time that we saw children inside the hotel was, was that. Like oh yeah, that of course, because it's a
1: hotel. Yeah, it's a hotel takeover. So the, I mean, the only people like um, just the the convention goers are going to be right. there. But yeah, so it's always interesting. And so we we you you might see that at other hotel takeovers where people are checking out and uh, checking yeah, in. and so they're probably like, "What
0: in Funny the fuck story. is going on I'm so here?" So
2: I'm standing in line for the IHG. That's the like the corporate whatever check in. We have a timeshare, long story, whatever. So, no.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: we were in our 20s and got suckered into a timeshare, although we don't mind having it now that we have it. But, yeah, did, we get su- now, but did we get suckered in, in? Yes. Yes, we did.
2: <laughs> so I'm, I'm standing in line waiting to check in, and there's a lady in front of me also standing in line. I don't know why. We all have lanyards on because they make you check to the convention before you can check into your hotel. So I'm wearing the naughty and gnarly yeah, lanyard. I want to talk about those lanyards. She clearly does not notice that and turns around and starts complaining about how crazy busy this place is. <laughs> and she doesn't understand why all these people are here and what in the heck is going on. And that like she clearly picked the wrong time to, to reserve her room. All she wanted to do was make change for a 10 and check out. <laughs> That's all she wanted. I felt bad. She probably waited for 20 minutes in line with a whole butt-ton of swingers ahead of her.
1: Yeah, so just like any convention... And I wanted to
2: wave my badge at her and be like, Honey, I'm one of them.
1: <laughs> but I didn't. So I want to talk about the badge for a minute. So the badge? I th- what? The, I think that to to try to be a... To try to feel and have the feel of a legitimate convention, and don't get me wrong, this is a legitimate convention, Um, they have you wear... um the lanyard style badges and
2: and that plays in the security too so we might be jumping around a little i don't care when you get to the hotel they had security guards posted at every entrance there were security guards yeah yeah. you have to have your badge the main hotel which is um crown plaza Astor, and then i believe they had the same thing at the saint Mm -hmm. so they weren't letting people who didn't belong in oh that's right yeah that made me feel safe
1: If, if we didn't mention yeah the takeovers were at the the crown plaza which was the primary hotel where the majority of the events and the, uh,
2: the... It's a nice hotel, Yeah, where the majority of... Yeah, uh, the majority of the events,
1: the the parties at night, the the majority of that was happening at the, at the um, Crown Plaza. And then there was also the Saints.
2: Which had the dungeon.
1: Which had the dungeon. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit, but... So, so they,
2: they needed a way to make sure that you belong, that, that that was the party that you should be in, that you are a guest of yeah. the hotel, or that not even a guest of the hotel, but you are a member of the convention.
1: Yeah, just like a lot of conventions. I mean, I go to a annual mm-hmm. a annual computer software, there's a software convention that I go a to. A convention. And you have to wear a lanyard style badge for that as well. Every
2: convention I've ever been to, you get a lanyard and a exactly. badge. Exactly. And so they... Watch. But this is a swinging convention. Well, yeah, where you... And they make you wear it to the playrooms.
1: Well, they make yes. you play it. You have to, you wear have, it. to have it
2: all the time. You have to wear it
1: everywhere in the hotel.
2: Naked with my lanyard.
1: And I you think... You can't get
2: back into the hotel without it. So if you leave on the day, during the day, to go to something vanilla, like you're going to go do touristy things, you don't want to necessarily wear your, your badge of honor that you belong to the Swinger Convention well, if... out and about. Well, but you have to have it with you. I can't even, tell you how many times we left that hotel room and went, "Ah, shit, the badge." Yeah, it's not even that. It.
1: Yeah, that's the annoying thing is that the wristbands. Ba- yeah, I think that they should do wristbands. I think they want to do lanyards, just because that's the that's what you do in your convention and in the corporate world and in anything is you have yeah. you have those. But I think that they should have wristbands. Even
2: in the corporate world, I would take a wristband. You know, yeah, give well, me a different color if there's different well. Levels. I agree with that.
1: I don't complain that much, but when you come back. To your hotel, or like you, you can walk around your hotel room without it because this they don't like. They want to um, at a normal at a normal like a work convention or something. You can walk around your hotel room because they're not worried about well it's, yeah it's, it's not a convention takeover so here so you don't always have to have oh, your badge yeah
2: any other convention you, could, you only need yeah in you the could, convention center but in this case yeah, the convention be, center is hotel, only where, where the only where you
1: only need is. your badge when it's convention center act, or when it's convention activities here everything is a convention so, activity don't in get this wrong days.
2: this is white people complaining about you know first world problems but well, i think it's something they could do better well true time. yeah
1: I, I definitely think that they should have wristbands especially like when you're in the in the playrooms, you're supposed to have your lanyards with you at all times, yeah. and I think that they should for sure go, go wristband. So
2: let's talk about preparation. Let's pretend that people in our audience are new; they've never been to this before. They're considering going. How did we prepare?
1: Well, just like well, just like any vacation, you just uh, pack and for yep. sexy, sexy vacation. sexy vacation. So they yeah. they
2: do have themes. They have evening parties. Yeah, just like each evening party had a theme, just like Desire, or just like other places that you go.
1: So you can look ahead. So we looked ahead. and We knew that one night was
2: blue. Blue Bayou was the night. So I got this uh... sexy top that I bought on Amazon.
1: One night was a um, glow party. They were the typical style parties that, that you... There's a
2: masquerade ball, so we bought some, some masks mm-hmm. for that.
1: There was... um, And then I, I, I think they probably every year, I assume, this is our first year going, but I assume every year they want to have, they probably have try to have a crazy theme. So this year's crazy theme was space theme, and that was just a little bit too... too. I mean, we're, we are definitely, you and I are definitely geeks for sure. I yeah, mean, but
2: it, I don't have like a sexy space-themed costume, and I... I have a hard time thinking outside of the box to be sexy space themed, unless I'm like getting myself body painted as an alien. Or... Yeah, I agree. I, I, I really struggle with making sexy, like making space. Sexy. So I don't want to
1: pass judgment. Just the space. Oh, some people do. Space just, theme I, wasn't, I struggle with the it. space theme. Wasn't for us. Um,
2: Maybe I'm not creative at all. But
1: for for planning purposes, you can look ahead and you can see what kind of what the themes are. One of the big things is just like. Wh- one of the cool things is just like any, any. Corporate style convention, um, they have they've gone twenty first century and they have their entire schedule on uh, app. And yep. So the app this... was called
2: Shed or Sked. Sk- I don't know S C H E D.
1: Yeah, it, well, it's sort of for you. Always said Sked, but it's I'm pretty sure it's sort of for schedule. So yeah, was... so
2: Sked. Or for those people who say schedule,
1: it's a shed. <laughs> sure. There are people who say so schedule. So you can you can you can plan your agenda. They have all of the seminars on their. Um, and all and you of can, the you can afters- RSVP
0: for which ones you're yeah, interested. Yeah, you can RSVP if all of the. You don't have to, but you can just show up. But.
1: well, for the classes, they do like to. I think for the classes, it was sort of important that you sign up. They also had um, the schedule for all of the afternoon parties. Mm-hmm. So at the so various bars, because go- at the. At- Various bars on Bourbon Street. There would be hotel take or hotel. There would be bar takeovers that were so, exclusive to the naughty the the um the naughty attendees. So
2: I guess that would mean that the typical day is this: you wake up, you get your food, your breakfast, whatever, and then there's classes. I think the earliest class maybe started at ten or ten thirty. They're not super early, so if you're out late the night before, you know people can sleep in and whatnot. So so then starting around ten or ten thirty classes begin and you can go to them you can go to classes back to back to back you can go to no classes at all it's really up to you it's super flexible we kind of did a choose your own adventure and chose to go to a couple of classes and chose to do some touristy things too then starting at noon from noon to three there's there's one or two bars that are taken over and then from three to six there's one or two bars that are taken over all within walking distance of the hotel so those are parties where you can go meet and greet people just get some drinks hang out listen to music dance and be with like-minded people so lots of titties were out even though typically that's you know you don't see that nudity at bars often but it was allowed in, well, this in is the our bars crowd. that we were in yeah <laughs> well and our, our, the bars were allowing it because they were over bars
0: yeah
2: um only people who were part of the convention and so then six o'clock the last party wraps up you can go grab some food maybe hit up the the pool from the hotel which was also again all our people, so imagine a nude pool party. That's pretty much what it was. Mm -hmm. Then by 9 o'clock, the evening party's starting, and just like any swinger party, it doesn't really get started-started until probably after 10. Yeah. And then the playrooms are open in the basement of the hotel. Those go until, what, 2 a.m.? Or later?
0: Yeah. At
2: midnight, they bring over pizza. and And that's the day. Wash, rinse, repeat.
0: Exactly. Wednesday, Thursday, it's...
2: Friday, Saturday, so four four complete whole days of just debauchery and classes. It's it's great. It's a, it's a really fun time. So that's that's kind of the schedule. <laughs> yeah, that
1: was yeah that's that's the schedule. It's funny. Yeah, the the pizza. It's funny. Everybody would be playing, but then people would be waiting around for. Midnight for the pizza. hits.
2: They'd bring I don't know thirty pizzas or yeah, something they'd bring, like that. They
1: bring all the pizzas. It, it's funny. All these naked people eating all this pizza. Staying around
2: eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and so um. The first day on Wednesday, there's a welcome seminar. So actually, so how do you want to talk about this? Do you want to talk about um, – because everybody has their own experience when they go here. Everybody has their own classes we took. So you, so let's talk a little bit about what we did and, and our our personal experiences yeah. with the convention. I mean,
2: that's all we talk convention. About it's our own personal So
1: experience. I think we've talked a lot about the generalities of the convention. So for us, we got there on Wednesday – we checked in. Our room wasn't ready, so we walked around Bourbon yeah, Street. I, th- I for... think our flight
2: arrived at like 1130 or something like that. We took a lift into the, from the airport to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty uneventful kind of thing. Got in. Checked right in. Didn't really have to wait in line or anything too long. Checked into the hotel. Dropped off our luggage with the hotel concierge, who was noticeably very busy. Yeah. And then we just had time to kill. Yeah,
1: because our room wasn't ready. I mean, it was, you know, it was not ready until the usual, like, 3 o'clock. So we had hours to kill. And so we had never been – it was our first trip to New Orleans, and we were right on Bourbon Street. So we were walking around. And so we walked around. And it was going to be probably the only time where we walked around Bourbon Street – when it wasn't that busy
2: it was dead and Cause... we were just kind of like oh this is bourbon street okay yeah, we <laughs> and we went to uh fried chicken place we got some fried chicken and we got some frozen drinks frozen not hurricanes or something like it and just walked around and there was nobody on bourbon street and we were kind of like oh <laughs> well, okay little did we know it would be blown up you know in the evening and then even in the daytime on the weekends it was super busy but on wednesday wednesday at noon Ain't nobody on Bourbon Street.
1: Oh, you get... When you check in, I forgot. So you check in, you get your...
2: Complimentary you, drink?
1: You, well, you, you, you get your complimentary drink. They give you a complimentary drink, which is nice. And then you get your welcome bag, mm-hmm. which is... we um So...
2: We just checked that with our luggage. Yeah,
1: we checked that with the luggage. So we walked around Bourbon Street for a few hours. We went and saw the, the uh, voodoo shop. That was pretty cool. Well,
2: there's the, lots of voodoo shops, but... Yeah.
1: And then, so we get back to the hotel, and so we go through our... We we had some amazing sex and we went through our yes. our gift bag or the uh, the welcome bag. Yeah,
2: welcome bag had some of those like disposable cock ring type vibrators. We had some, lots of different kinds of lubes and condoms. Um, advertisements for um, various podcasts. I know um, we had an advertisement for Cooper Beckett from swinging from Life on the Swing Set. His book was out, so mm-hmm. we got some postcards for different things like that. But um, various accoutrements.
1: Exactly, and so. Then what was the, what was the theme for that first night? So then, the first night's theme was oh that was the glow party.
2: The glow party. Yeah, yeah
1: you look fucking hot.
2: Yeah, I have a really hot glow outfit. It's this <laughs> mesh number that's different colors. It's it's mostly white, but then it's got stripes that are green and orange and pink, and it's a hot number.
1: And so we. <laughs> my, my only
2: regret is normally when I wear it, I wear it with a um. Like a a white bowler hat, and I didn't pack it because I didn't want it to get crushed. And it's it's a hotter outfit with it. So those of us, those of you out there in podcast land who know us, it's it's one of our pictures on our SLS profile. It's a hot picture of me in the glow. <laughs> and I um, say so myself.
1: And so that's when we that that think was fun because we we caught it. We met up. We didn't know anybody was going to be there, but we met up with a number of people who are from our area who and have. We kind
2: of joked to fly out fly out to New Orleans to meet up with people from Michigan. Yeah, which is it's exactly it's what we funny. did.
1: And then we met up, so we had we had we had fun catching up with people we hadn't seen in a while, and then went to the after party. So the after party, talk about the setup of the playrooms. So they have a whole floor.
2: Yeah. So like the the I guess it would be the basement floors all dedicated to the after parties. So no,
1: it was two. It was floor two.
2: Or floor two. So yeah. so that that floor, I think they said there were four four guests who actually had rooms there. And then all the other rooms from the whole floor were dedicated to the after party, and so they they broke it up into themes and they, they put together a map as geeky as it is. So they had a an area that was your typical um, room with mattresses on the floor and kind of like uh, dividers with with um, like sheer curtains in between. Yeah, them. like like so they, like semi private. Yeah, so they had so- several rooms with just mattress after mattress after mattress that were semi private. Then they had a, a toy room which we went into and never did find any toys in there, but it was yeah there was to no for playing with toys. Yeah, they had a tantric sex room which is essentially a, a huge room with just mattresses next to each other, so you could have like giant group orgies in there. We actually took a tantric um masturbation class in there. Well, oh yeah, I, w- I would happening. talk about
1: that more in a minute.
2: <laughs> and. They have a dark room where it's completely dark, and mattresses set up there. We have stories to tell about the dark room experiences for us as well. And then they had like a like a light room that was almost um they had like white light from the floor and curtains with yeah, like crystal bouncing lights off of it. It, was, hot. it, was, it, it was, was very hot. Not like bright like room light. It's not like you were having sex in a bright light room. It was, but it, it was um like mood lighting. It was very fun. And I forget yeah, we didn't
1: too. we didn't take advantage of this, but they had I forget. What they what the what they called it, but they had they have select singles who are uh, single men. Uh, oh yeah, uh, single That's males right. who are who were there, and they so they had a room where with, with if you men. wanted to go and you know have a threesome, get a get a get a guy who's who's there. They had a room that was dedicated solely solely to the s- single men. Yeah, we, and we we talked about hitting that up, but we never we we didn't have that.
2: during the welcome um the welcome information session maybe like an hour. They actually introduced some of these people ahead of time, so. Some of the people who were who were providing courses and classes throughout the week, and as, as well as the the male, um, the single male group that was there, they introduced themselves, and and the people who were running the dungeon over at the Saint as well. And I was really happy that they did that, because then when I saw those people hanging around, they were familiar faces, so I could be like, oh, that's Dragonfly, or oh, that's Amina, or whoever <laughs> it was. Like I recognized who they were. I knew that they were a part of the convention, and they were. Um, Part of the staff, almost, to some mm-hmm. extent, or at least there to to help with our pleasure.
1: So that first night we played in the we were in the the tantric room, which was the, um just in a big open room. But, but the interest, and then after that, we moved on to the interesting experience was the black room where it was completely dark in there, and that's an interesting experience because we haven't. That was my first time or our our first time being in a room like that where the entire um.
2: The room. room is pitch black. Yeah, they, you can't see... Yeah, they uh, have, like, double thing.
1: curtains, so, the, um...
2: they blocking light from the hallway. Yeah, it's
1: blocking all light from there the hallway. There was somebody,
2: like, sitting at the door who worked there who could kind of, like, mm-hmm. help you washer yourself in. And once you walk in, you can hear the sounds of sex, and you can feel with your legs the mattresses on the floor. And they were, like, on your left-hand side when you walk in,
0: mm-hmm. running all along
2: the wall. But that's all you can all you can see, so you have to kind of work by, by touch. And you managed to find like an open spot on a bed mm-hmm. and just kind of plop yourself down mm-hmm. and you know I was I was blowing you and we were right next to another couple that was having sex and so I was you know I kind of stroked the calf of the guy next to me and then you started kind of kissing the lady next to you but we couldn't actually see what they were
1: yeah then so that was interesting i I knew from the
2: the size of the man's cap that he was probably in decent shape at least you know (laughs) like you you can kind of tell yeah and so it was was we didn't
1: do we didn't it it didn't get beyond uh a little bit beyond um so i was making out with with um the woman who was there and and then so it it was really fun but we didn't want to progress we, it, we, we didn't progress too much further than that, but that was – it was an interesting um, sensory experience that we hadn't done before. Yeah, having completely where,
2: taken away sight and you know things are going on around you, but you have no clue, you know, what what it is. And we've never experienced blindness at, yeah. at any point, so this is probably
0: – it's It's
1: hot, but it also has its own issues because, like, you don't – you don't know who you're who you're potentially playing with if it's not with the partner you came in there with. It's mm-hmm. it's you don't know what they look like, which may or may not like, which may or may not bother you. Theoretically, it shouldn't matter. Yeah, theoretically, it shouldn't. My biggest
2: concern is getting disconnected from you.
1: Yeah, that because, is like it would be easy. That's why like you gotta maintain contact.
2: You've said before a pussy feels like a pussy. Like they don't feel when you're inside. They don't feel like – terribly well, different true and uh, cocks feel different they look different well maybe they don't feel quite that different when they're inside but um and you hope it oh. wouldn't Oh, i have no point, th- i wasn't ever
1: worried about either one of us like doing anything um like i mean i there's no way i would have i would have sex in there without knowing it was exactly you. exactly who
2: it was yeah you'd um, have to know exactly who it was well i mean i i, I guess but i easy worried. to get separated from your person i'm not worried
1: like, that i would potentially like y- you know play with somebody thinking it was you because i i mean well, yeah we
2: maintain touching each we maintain
1: we, we maintain touch but i mean i i do know what you feel like and so but the one thing is is like well i am
2: pretty sure so if you all of was, a sudden end up with this <laughs> this slim bean pole you know it's not it me. would be
1: super easy to lose a, a partner in there and then you know you have to play marco polo or or you know something to like find your partner again
2: <laughs> and because nothing less sexy than marco polo. yeah
1: and so i mean it's it's definitely hot and but it, but it, it, it's hot. But it's also, I don't know. It's.
2: I think you need to just set up some expectations ahead of time. And yeah. Talk about and it. And I bit. mean, like we're going in the dark room. Stay together. It's...
1: And we went in there two times. So the first night we had a pretty fun experience. What we're describing now, but then on our last night we went back in, and because of it just being dark, it, things just fell apart, and we and we left because, I was I lay down in the bed for you to you were gonna start blowing me. Oh no no! No, I was... you
2: didn't. We we couldn't find a spot on the bed. All yeah. the beds seemed to be full. So you you found a, some floor space, and I knew well enough that you'd found some floor space. But you don't want to just like have a normal talking voice. You kind of like gotta whisper to each other, and even then, it's it's pretty quiet in there too. Yeah, you want to be respectful because so, people
0: are. Yeah. So
2: I know he's he's standing there, but I don't know much. What else? was going on? Apparently, at some point, Danny dropped trowel. But I didn't know that, and so then you were, like, trying to get me to blow you, but then I couldn't, like, see to tell exactly where, like, your cock was, and then, like, I ended up, like bashing my forehead on your stomach there it was just, just misalignment
1: because like, like we just literally couldn't see what was going so on i was
2: like i'm feeling around in the dark trying to find his cock and like i was i was facing the wrong direction so and it, it, was, just, it was it was it was, it it was, it was kind that. of
1: comical so it killed the mood so we actually just we left. just there. like let's get out of so here so we here left the room that see. time so we had We'd we had, had we had two ex, we had two experiences in the room uh, the first ex, the first night i would say it was a really fun really fun, sexy time, and then the second one wasn't, just beca- and just because we couldn't see each Logistics, other. Yeah. Um,
2: we didn't comu- I, I would say we didn't communicate the best, either. I mean, no, but We I didn't mean, leave anger I mean, like I guess a, it was a the, bust.
1: the expectations are different, or, like, you have to be even more communi- communicative, because you expect, like, somebody can... You expect, like, you're usually not having yeah. sex in total darkness, where they can't even tell if you're standing or sitting, and so you really... But you also don't want to... I mean, necessarily have to to talk at that at that level, yeah. like, oh, I'm sitting down now. I would suggest it takes if you th- ever
2: get the opportunity to try it, but just you know, make sure you stay with your partner ahead of time, and, and you kind of feel your way through it. It, it takes away.
1: It can take away some of the sexiness to have to describe exactly how you're maneuvering or else hey, i'm you,
2: facing the north wall but you can be bumbling up. you
1: can be bumbling and it's hot and of course you could simulate this in your house like you and i could do this like again at, at yeah but there's nobody else around but it's, around. it's, exactly it's the so same the so, so if you, if you bump into somebody clearly it's the person you You know if you were yeah. just you know if you're role-playing at home then it's i mean you could, you could probably try it out at a party i guess um if you're throwing like a, a house party or something but that was an experience that was an experience for sure
2: Let's talk about some of the daytime things that are out there to do, or some of the things that we did, at least. Um, one of the coolest for me was when we did the Sexual Freedom Parade.
1: Yeah, well, it was fun, but be honest, it was a little, you were conflicted about it. I
2: was conflicted about it. I didn't have as good of a time as I would ho- as I had hoped, And so so, so let's, let's describe what, yeah, exactly. how it was. This is Thursday, right?
1: No, it was Wednesday. It was the day when, we got okay, there. Okay, so
2: Wednesday mm-hmm. at, I think it was like 6 p.m. or something, they said they were having the Sexual Freedom Parade. They suggested everybody wear white and pineapple. And mm-hmm. White or pineapple, and it's kind of cool because show up by the hotel. So the hotel is basically well, on the corner wait, of Canal and Bourbon Street.
1: Real quick, so I was excited. Well, we were both excited because one of the we we weren't going for Mardi Gras, but the thing that you the thing that's like common knowledge about um, that when you picture New Orleans in your head, you know, parades. It's, it's parades, people throwing beads, and like so the fact that we were going to be part of a parade was sort of exciting. Yeah, so. I was
2: very excited about yeah. it. Yeah. So, and so, people, so keep people going. could make signs. Some of the 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 bars had um, the one of the poster two bars they had, that, yeah, they had poster board and markers. You could make signs. We chose not to, but then it would show up at six o'clock. The police were there to escort us through. They stopped traffic, and we had a parade. And I mean, there was probably several thousand people in the parade wearing that's... white and with their with their signs. And that's yeah. something that I'm proud of to say, like we were we were part of that. But the part that bothered me is as we were walking down. Every parade has spectators, and this mm-hmm. one did too, and so there's spectators on either side of Bourbon Street watching us walk through, and they were taking video, and then I felt like a spectacle. I didn't feel like I was marching for sexual freedom, I felt like I was marching on display because there was people commenting in the crowd, hey, here come the swingers, everybody watch the swingers, look at the swingers go by. That's what I didn't like.
0: Yeah, there w- I, and I agree Then with I you. felt there like was- we were
2: on display, and it was not about sexual freedom, it was about Let's watch the swingers parade. Right, and that bothered me.
1: There was that dichotomy of emotions that I was also feeling. That it was it was fun, and it was like we're gonna be we're we're not open in our real lives about um you know our no, no family, no friends, no right, right. A, a, about this, and so it was gonna be liberating and fun to be part of this. We you know march in, in 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 public, and like this is yeah. this and, is who we are. This and a, a lot of th- the
2: signs had like great slogans about. About sexual freedom and about monogamy or non monogamy. I mean, there's some some really fun, courageous signs that but people you did, were marching with. You did
1: get the sense that, like, I, it was achieving both things where you were marching for sexual freedom, but also on display. And it's. It, yeah. Because there, there's, there's a subtle difference there, but. And, and both things were happening at the same time. And so I felt um, conflicted
2: at the same time. I felt proud to be marching for sexual freedom. And we have a. I have a pin that's currently in my purse that says, like, I. I participated in the 2019 Sexual Freedom Parade, and I'm like, "This is great, but what do I do with <laughs> then? Yeah, yeah. And, it, so, but then calling having people on the spectator, you know, on the spectator side say, "Look at the swingers go by." That's what bothered me because they weren't getting the message; they were just seeing here's a group of swingers who want to walk down the but street. But that's that's... They, they weren't seeing sexual. Freedom. I agree.
1: There was definitely though. There were definitely people who just wanted to see the spectacle, but I.
2: Well, that makes me wonder, too, like, how is it advertised? How did people who came true. out, like, you know... how well, that's true. How, how do they know how about... Did, yeah, how do they know about it? And how did Nadia Nolens, that's, like, that's how what did they advertise we it? We don't
1: know about... We, so. We're not from New Orleans. We don't know, like... Is it just in the local paper? Oh, this weekend there's going to be this X or Y parade going on. We don't know exactly how it was right. advertised, but I have to imagine the the thing that keeps me like positive about it. I mean, it was a positive experience for sure, but there was conflicting it, emotions about it. It was
2: not that positive for me, but I, um, I definitely was. While I was marching, there were times where I felt
1: I have to so imagine. I mean, and part of the positivity that I take away is I'm sure there was a couple there who was like,
2: you know, maybe this let's, is okay. Let's, yeah,
1: maybe. Well, maybe. Well, maybe it's okay. But also. Hey, do you want to go check this out or like, you know, these people, like these are normal people as well. They're not freaks who are, yeah. you know, these aren't like sexual deviant freaks uh who um cuz I was listening, I was listening to some podcast, I don't know which one it was, but it was like every like if you having no having no kink or fetish or doing it staying normal is is not the norm. Everybody has something whether you're whether you're into shoes or whether you swing or whether you're into in the BDSM, or whether you're into whatever, yeah. so being completely normal is not the norm, actually. Or you ignore and so, whatever
2: it is that you like. And, and
1: so I have to imagine that, and I hope my hope is that there was there was people in there who took away all the messages we were trying to convey, which is it's okay to be to, to like to, what you like, so sexually. to be sex to be sex positive and to not yeah. be ashamed and to not have to stay within our sexual boxes that society says we should stay in and that i would hope that there was couples there who were like oh well look at, this looks fun yeah or or who go home and like well, what was the sexual freedom parade about and then like oh look at this Naughty in new orleans and maybe get connected and get and 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 uh you know had those had the conversations that a couple should have and make sure it's right for them the things that everybody who is dabbling who so wants to, but is it that, a
2: success if even just one person walked away with a feeling like that in your mind
1: yeah, yeah, because because it was positive for me in general. Just like marching, like being not ashamed, at least to be in this crowd of people who didn't know me, to yeah. uh, be not ashamed to like I didn't have to wear them. Like we united shows, like we talked, like should we wear masks in case people take photos?
2: People did, lots of people did, lots of video too. And lots of people Well, some. But it, it's gotta be like were... six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Like how many degrees away are those people who took the photos? Although who you... Were, you know, like I Although did. You make... were dumb,
1: and you said him. Talk about your photo to your mom. That was... You were dumb.
2: (laughs) At, At the very start, just before the parade got going, I took a selfie... Of of Danny and I with the parade kind of behind us, but it, it it kind of it doesn't really look like a parade. It just looks like we're on Bourbon Street. Yeah, but we're wearing our lanyards. But everybody, so, well, you can't see so the I lanyards, took really. This, can you? I took the selfie and sent it to my mom, and I was like, "Look, we're on Bourbon Street." And then I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> when I, I look was, at it again, it looks fine. I, yeah, you
1: can't see any lanyards or anything. Just everybody's in all. Nobody's
2: naked behind us, and, and even if they were, I'd be like, "Yeah, it's Bourbon Street." But
1: so that was the Sexual Freedom Parade, and that's that's a highlight. I know that you know um, you know we had. I would do it again. I, I, I would. I not do it. Yeah, but, I,
2: and I would suggest people do it again. Oh yeah, I I, I. I even suggest even people, everybody going, even despite the feelings that I had. I think each person has to, to work yeah, through that on their own. They might not feel the same way I did.
1: It was and it was a net positive, like you said. But it's it is interesting having those conflicting emotions, um, yeah. at once. I don't. And I don't, so, don't like like
2: being happy and then also like just conflicted. I don't. I don't well, like. Well, there that is feeling,
1: an, and and there is a difference between like as as you said being proud. And then feeling like you're on display. There is there is a difference there, and, yeah. and um, I don't want to be a
2: spectacle. I don't want to be somebody's like you know elephant at the zoo. And it's
1: interesting to be both to have those to have both feelings at once. Yes. So that was that was Wednesday, um, that was Wednesday afternoon, and or Wednesday Wednesday evening. I started at like what well, like yeah. six thirty. Um, and it was cool because there was like a I mean it was a full authorized like there was police escort and yeah. everything. It was.
0: Yeah. It, it, it we was went cool. down
2: several blocks down Bourbon Street. Turned. Turned, went up a block, and then kind of, we went in a big circle, mm-hmm. basically. hmm Yep. So we were talking about things to do during the day. Um, other things that we did, it's in the French Quarter, so you can you can kind of hit up any, any website and check out French Quarter and things to do. There's shopping, there's voodoo culture, there's the riverside, all kinds of things like that to do, and, and you know, we did all those kinds of things while we were down there as well. And then we also went on a swamp tour. So that was a lot of fun um this is sex and swing and everything else I so i don't <laughs> yeah. know how deep we want to get into that but it's yeah if you get a chance um check out an airboat go on go on a swamp tour yeah if you've never been to new orleans
1: fun. i recommend because we're going to talk about some of the classes we did too but if you've never been there or there's, there's a lot of culture around the area so get out for a day or the afternoon um and go do some we we the the swamp tour we we, we took a bus and went over and went to the swamp and and was on one of those cool airboats and uh you know, saw some alligators up close, and um, it was it was it, it, it was, was very cool. And I just wouldn't just
2: get out of the city for a day too, and yeah. see the swamp and get on it, a boat because
1: I could see the mindset that, like, oh, we paid. Um, oh, we paid that's something we didn't classes. talk about. Um, I think the I think it was um, like seven hundred dollars for the registration for the convention, I believe, approximately. Yeah, and then yeah, and then with hotel on top of that. Yeah, and but it, the you know, hotel
2: was a discounted hotel price, like the Crown Plaza Astor. Um, Crown, Crown Royal, Pl- yeah, Crown Plaza. Yes, <laughs> sir. S- 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 oh, I said that really bad. Um, I mean, it's it's a nice hotel. Crown Plaza, for anyone who's aware, is, is a nice hotel chain, and yeah. I think we got a we got a pretty deeply discounted rate.
1: And so. the the interesting thing about the hotel, which I've never had before, <laughs> is as part of this convention, they build the. Because typically, I mean, just what doesn't matter what it is. Usually, hotels just bill you and yeah, are they, yeah. they bill you at the end they of, bill, of your they stay. Bill ahead of time. This but this, time, yeah, they build like um, like five weeks or something. It was something um where they build the entire yeah. the entire. So D- you got to
2: make sure you've got that chunk of change Which, set aside.
1: Yeah, before you go, and so you're like,
2: oh, I'll put it on the credit card. They don't bill me until after I've already gone. Although what but was kind of nice.
1: nice. what was kind of nice is that when 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 we left, we didn't have like. We you know it was all paid everything was paid we just you know we didn't have to worry about it, paying for anything yeah
0: um
1: so like I was saying if if you go um you might have the you might have the mindset like oh we paid all this money we need to we need to do everything in the convention right. and and that could be the case but I also do recommend like New Orleans is a cool cool city cool culture a lot of
2: history a lot of yeah. culture. cultures so it's worthwhile, see. don't
1: don't be afraid to get out for, if you do go don't be afraid to get out for a, a, a day or so and and, and and just go check out the culture because you're gonna have tons of partying you're not gonna like if 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 you miss one afternoon party there'll be another one the next day and so you can
2: and personally i feel like the 700 dollars is a very good value for all of the courses even if you don't go to all of them even if you go to one or two or three and then there's there's the evening out at the casino um at the fillmore where we saw a live concert um in the blessing to and from there and what they have set up at the Saints and honestly i think it's worthwhile i don't know i don't i don't know if the
1: hotel or the casino was called the film or it was harrah's harrah's okay yeah
2: (laughs) and they had um harrah's is a a casino chain but then they had um in the evening they always had towels out that were clean they were they had staff so in the evenings they always had staff so after we were done playing immediately somebody was there changing the sheets there's towels there's you know, so I think that $700 was, was definitely you know, well worth it, even if we didn't go to all the classes and that kind of thing. Um, it was just really well put together, and I would pay the $700 again. Um, now, if it were tons more than that, then I might be feel more obligated to go to classes, but um, we ended up going to three different classes. Um, one was Tantric Self-Masturbation, one was about taking sexy photos, and the other was about having sex with a goddess. We had a bunch of other different types of classrooms that we, classes that we weren't sure if we wanted to go. If we did, there's like a whole gamut of different classes. If we want to kind of start talking about that, there were some that were about um, anal sex, uh, meeting other couples, lots of different speed dating things during the day. There were also paid classes, so um, there are some people in the sex profession who attended the conference who were giving classes so you could um, learn more about, let's say, having anal or um, all kinds of different topics. And some of those classes were paid. I think they averaged about $100 a class. We didn't attend any of those classes, so I can't really speak to the quality of their content. Um, I, I just think there weren't any that were really calling out to us, but there were a number of them. There was even a sexy workout class that was all about, um, like I think it was chair dancing or you know doing sexy dancing. but like bring your bring your heels we'll get a workout we'll learn some dance moves i actually had that on my list and we ended up doing something else but i was like oh i'll get a workout in and i'll learn sexy dance moves so
1: while you were talking i ran and grabbed my phone because we we're going to talk about the couple of classes we went to but i wanted just to give a like some of the um highlights of or just some of the classes that we didn't take or some of the, just uh, just some of the stuff you an example of what you could be doing so this is on thursday thursday morning the, there's the G-Spot, Big Shot, Make Them Squirt.
2: (laughs) Great titles, too.
1: Get more of what you desire. Ask for what you want.
2: By the way, we should probably say, this is not sponsored in any way by Naughty and Knowledge. Oh, no, no. We're just talking about our experience.
1: Yeah, we're just talking about our our experience because we're going to talk about whether or not we, like, our future going back. Um, So, intro to Bedroom Bondage.
2: And these are all free classes that you've said so far?
0: Oh,
1: um, um, yes, they're all free. And then there's a podcast or meet and greet so all of the podcasts. That was, the, um, at local,
2: that was at one of the nearby bars
1: yeah that was at one of the bars we we weren't we weren't back up and running then we weren't um, so we't
2: think we would count as four years hiatus no, 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 no. Meet and greet so we didn't maybe take in part future. in that
1: but maybe in the future um, um, how does group play work let's do that orgy thing let's see here oh here's a here's a paid one oral like a porn star so um i not I think the um the paid ones too get more involved in ter- in terms of um, they do, they're
2: hands on. Yeah, they're they're yeah. definitely a teaching class. So they will show you and instruct. I can't tell you if they're as hands on as like they're doing it on you. My guess is they're not. i my
1: guess is that they might. yeah
2: think they well they <laughs> yeah, well, if I do it's paid, maybe they do. I don't
1: yeah. know. Yeah. Um so just a couple more, so that like let's see, the next day, um naked speed dating, couples massage class. Lots um, of
2: sexy topics. I mean, we, exactly. we filled How up have our schedule sex. with all kinds of different things that we were interested in, and then when the time came, we were like, uh, it's time for lunch, or, oh, we want to go do this, or, you know, I mean, we had various reasons to not, to not go to a ton, but the ones that we did go to, I'm happy that we did.
1: So let's talk about the first one we went to. The first one we went to was?
2: It was tantric self-masturbation.
1: Tantric self-masturbation. So talk so, about So talk about our experience maybe 20 minutes before the class started.
2: So... We both initially talked about going to tantric self-masturbation, and I was like, okay, sounds good, let's go. Then, when the shit hit the fan and it was time to go, I reread the the description and I was like, wait, I'm going to be in a room with a bunch of people I don't know masturbating. I have not really masturbated in front of other people, I've had sex in front of other people, but I started getting all these thoughts in my head about sitting around in this well-lit room with you know, naked guy X next to me jerking it, and naked guy Y next to me jerking it, and then I'm trying to, to you know, finger myself. <laughs> and I, I was just like, I don't see this being, being any kind of an appealing sexy atmosphere at all. So I was like, Nanny, I don't want to go to this. And he's like, but I do. And I'm like, but I don't. And he's like, I don't want to be a single male there. This is a couples thing. So you're going to hold me back from this? And I was like, well, don't guilt trip me. Anyway, long story short, Nanny basically said, why don't you give this a try? If we're in there five, ten minutes and you're really not feeling it, we can always get up and leave. But why don't you just give it a try and see how you feel? And I was like, okay, let's go. You, know, you convinced me that I'm not one to usually bow out of things, and I might be completely miscategorizing it. And he was absolutely right. You were like the the hostess was Amina. She is a um, not a sex therapist. What is she? She she calls herself a sex worker. She's out of Atlanta. Um, she herself is very sexy. But she really took the time in the beginning of the session to help all the people who were there get to, not really get to know each other in the, like, hey, I'm Heidi from Michigan sense, but in the, like, "Let's, let's spend time in each other's space kind of sense.
1: On the app, she lists herself as a goddess, and she's from the Atlanta Institute of Tantra and Divine Sexuality.
2: Which she said is technically listed as a church. Yes, and she's yeah. a reverend in a church. That's right, <laughs> That's they're, they're, they are technically considered to be a church.
1: So, talk a little bit about the class. Tell, talk you know. So,
2: so in the class, she she spent a decent amount of time just helping us to be be comfortable occupying space next to each other and, and in each other's space, and it was simply just by standing and breathing in each other's aura. Um,
1: and that was an interesting exercise because you and I wouldn't label ourselves as sort of the. Touchy feely, tantric type of people. The yeah. you and I are very. I mean, we we're very business. like We're very analytical, for yes. I mean and um and
2: so spending time in someone's aura. If I'm not banging their aura, is not <laughs> usually. And me.
1: so that was an interesting experience because yeah, you just stand there just and standing
2: with like three four inches from someone else, male or female. They may they may be the same sex, they may not be, and you're just kind of breathing, soaking them in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, soaping them in, and so we did that for a while to exchange oil. And it got easier
1: as we went on. At first, we it was a did. little it it got was a lot awkward, more and it was more natural at the end, where it wasn't because because people have their body, people have um um your your personal space, and so this yeah. was an exercise sort of in just being okay with just being next to somebody and and uh, feeling their quote unquote their energy, like standing yeah. next to them. Like. So
2: so when it came time for the actual masturbation piece, they they passed out lube for everybody, and and they really talked a lot about breathing and how important breathing was and how important it was to um combine the movements with the breathing kind of like yoga and so there's a lot of like moving your pelvis in and out and upward and downward in association with your breathing while you're playing with yourself uh, as a way to draw out the experience and um for males ejaculation might not be really the end point it might just be a form of um pleasure and mm-hmm. ejaculation might be the end point or you might ejaculate you might you might finish but not you might experience orgasm without ejaculating at all and, and you know females may ejaculate they may not but it was all about just experiencing partnering your breathing with the slow motions of, of playing yeah. with yourself with moving your your hips up and down rolling in a rolling fashion like getting more and more um like bigger and bigger with your motions i guess it
1: was it was um a really Fun and interesting class, and so yeah, they, it ended with there was various exercises throughout, but it ended with yes, the whole class of
2: the whole class was, was it was they made it dark. They started they had yeah, a they little said, bit of music they had some then, nice
1: they had some nice like um lights um like in the, yeah, t- yeah. Uh, um and so
2: and she like talked us through playing with ourselves mm-hmm. and then she brought us back like she she kind of like talked us through a through a pace to like ramp up the pace and then she like ramped down the pace and then they turned the lights back on. And mm-hmm. Um, I personally didn't finish, but I had a lot of fun, like because was a very slow. Yeah,
1: I didn't like, finish either. Process and um, yeah, it was really. But I
2: enjoyed what I what I did.
1: Yeah, it was really interesting, and, and um, it was it was sort of fun because she sort of told the guy like in the class, like she was you know at home feel free to ejaculate, but here in the classroom try not to ejaculate, or you know we yeah don't, um, we don't want a room. close to other people. There, you know, there well, we probably, have towels. There too. was probably fifteen couples there, maybe yeah. or or so and so. Then you I don't know, 15 guys blowing a load all, all over the place. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want that in the middle of the in the middle of the day at, at noon. Um, and so it was interesting masturbating for tip, for not the typical purpose because usually you want to masturbate and um, to finish. With mean, and so Yeah, with
2: an end, end in mind.
1: This is you know. Um, and so I it was it was interesting and I haven't really done it since and I but but I should because it was amazing is. You know, typically, you know, you're just feverishly like going with uh Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a lefty, so I'm feverishly going with the left hand at home or home or whatever. Five with, minutes with, later. With 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 the goal of finishing, and here, you know, is more sensual yeah, and it was slow. Yeah, it's probably twenty minutes. And long. you know, getting two hands involved, two handed masturbation is really interesting. Um, not just you know two hand stroking, but you know one, you know maybe one hand playing with the balls and 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 just uh, just getting two hands in a more sexual in a more sensual on your own on yourself is you don't know this
2: but i've actually used this technique more recently a couple couple nights ago i was having a hard time falling asleep you were out like a light i just could not fall asleep and so i did this for a little while it helped me calm down it helped me slow my brain and i (laughs) fell asleep afterwards so great yeah
1: so that was technique. that was our that was our first class with Amina. We have another class that we'll talk yep. about in a minute.
2: In between, we went to a session all about taking sexy photos, and we picked up a few tips there. So the the guy who's who does a lot of the photo taking for the Nadia Donalds crew. So he works as part of the Nadia Donalds crew. He gave a little session. Had a little. He actually had a PowerPoint slide deck that he went through, mm-hmm. all about taking good profile pictures, taking sexy. A lot of his own examples general. of yeah. He had he had great examples. A, and great
1: awesome examples of you know cropping can be a great you know you can take a photo and you know clean up your room have you know you don't need your coffee cups or or a messy bedroom in the nobody back. Nobody wants or, to see
2: your sexy profile with like the mouse next to you.
1: Well, hopefully, mouse. hopefully you don't have a mouse and you, oh computer. Mouse. I was like Ooh, you don't that's
2: why clarify it actually yeah you it. it's pretty bad.
1: yeah yeah we're just messy just messy laundry or whatever and so yeah. you know being mindful of 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 you know getting getting tips from a, a real photographer in terms of yep. you know spicing up uh, and, your your your, pro, your profile photos or maybe just some boudoir photos or for you and your spouse or just just sexy photos in general yeah
2: I need to get into some detail about uh, different SLR cameras and filters and all that kind of stuff too for anybody who's interested but it was useful. It actually motivated me. I, I bought some some different light equipment, and I plan on taking some sexy pictures in the near future. So it, it motivated me and gave me some good ideas. I'm glad we went.
1: So, the actually, when I think about it, we only went to three seminars. Yeah. Um So the last one we
2: had tons on our schedule. That we, we had, had we had about. tons,
1: but. I mean, we're well, just
2: enjoying the city. We've never been to New Orleans, yeah. We haven't been. So in, that, like, that's I'm, what I was saying. Like, I'm I, fine with what we went. I through. didn't
1: feel pressure to do to be back to back seminars. We wanted some downtime to be able to go back to our room and chill for a minute, or go and get yeah. a grab a drink on Bourbon Street, and so. I don't remember well, if it was the same day as the photo. We photos. actually ended
2: up spending a lot of time at the bar evenings too, the three to six p.m. bar nights, and we went to well, a yeah, couple the, of those. The, and the, I'm glad we did. That was tons of fun. The
1: the night New Orleans, uh, bar takeovers were really fun. Yeah, yeah the um,
2: afternoon. You have to have your badge to
1: go into the bars, and so they were they were really they fun.
2: They were packed with people. Loud DJ music, titties everywhere, dancing, 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 and that's actually where we met most of the couples that we mm-hmm. kind of befriended too. So just at those parties,
1: our last class that we went to was by the same individual, Amina, who taught the tantric tantric masturbation was fucker like a goddess, and we're actually not going to get too much into that because it was an awesome enough class that we wanted to dedicate our own uh, its own episode to discussing it and talking about. Basically, what it is is 10 tips to to fuck, to, like to fuck her like a goddess. Her being your spouse, your 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 playmate, the, in and um, whoever the goddess might be to you. And and
2: that's Amina's content, too. So we yeah. want to make sure that we do that one, one right. But we'll, we'll come back to that there one. It was is an excellent course. Yeah,
1: and in the show notes, we're going to – and again, we're not sponsored by any of this. We just thought um, – we didn't know this um, Amina individual – before this, and she doesn't know us. We just were attended a couple of courses, but she really impressed us, and we'll, we'll put a link to the to her institute in the show notes. Um, but we're not going to talk too much about the "fucker like a goddess" course. But there was basically she went over ten tips for fucking her like a goddess, and we're gonna have we're gonna have that be its own episode. Um, so we'll leave that for now.
2: Definitely left an impression with us.
1: So sure. we want to talk about um, so Colette. So we didn't. Um, so we didn't talk about what we opted to do instead of the space night.
2: So instead of the space night, we included with your Nadia Nollins pass is a um, either a discount. There's, there's different discounts, but basically it's it's a discount or a free night into collapse. Colette is this secret underground couples. Yeah, swing club. Uh, it's a swing it, club.
1: Yeah, the swing club that's but it's only like a block and a half away from But the, it's no, hidden. I mean yeah. it's
2: it's on a random street in the city. You'd never know it was there if you didn't know what No, was there. you feel
1: awesome like, like going to it's this place. Like, like you're door. in the know. Like uh. you're
2: you're going down a street and there's this store and it's in between businesses. And you go in the door, and you're in a club, and it was a nice club, too. So so we walk in the door, and we're greeted. We show them our Naughty and Naughty Passes, yeah, our, and I think our we got a discounted bad. rate.
1: No, actually, they, they – it should have – they were I – don't, I don't know if – um we went on the night. So depending – Wednesday
2: night was supposed to be free. Yeah, Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday, I think, were supposed to be yeah. free.
1: Friday. You know, Friday know uh, Saturday
2: were, like, a, 50%. A club's busy like nights,
1: that. you know, they're not going to give it to – or, you know, they don't want to give it to you for free, so they're going to – you, you get discounted rates but we went i believe it was friday and they still let us in for free i don't know if it was a mistake yeah. or if they were just not following their protocol and just letting people yeah. from from um not in new orleans although let me let me i almost said um nin let me let me talk about that for a second i'm one of the biggest nine is nails fans that uh for sure that i know um and I got into nine inch nails uh later than most. I was uh well into college. So this was in the two thousands. They were probably they were well past their prime by then. So I'm a huge nine inch nails fan, so nine inch nails is obviously um abbreviated N I N. Like that's their that's their symbol. That's their on all their brand, uh, but all it their also merchandise.
2: Means Yeah,
1: so we would get emails from Nin. Um, and I was
2: like, why am I getting these emails from Night Sales? And I wouldn't read them. <laughs> and Danny's like, oh, did you get the email? Did you, did you see the latest email about the hurricane? Or whatever? Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> like,
1: what <a> good. No? <laughs> glad you brought that up. So before we were going, um, Hurricane. Shoot. And it was downgraded to a tropical storm, but. um.
2: Yeah, days at, before at the end hurricane of, at that the was the, supposed the, to hit New Orleans. Yeah, about, that about was a supposed week, to like, flood well, the place. Well, so. about a week
1: before. Um, maybe like a week and a half, two weeks out. Barry, now. it
2: was Hurricane yeah, Barry. Yeah, Hurricane
1: Barry was coming and, and made us very worried about, you know, yeah, we our, like, oh, our trip dude. to New Orleans. Well,
2: everybody just, I just think of Katrina the, and the how media, bad that was. The
1: media was playing it up, like Hurricane Barry's going to be really bad and there was actually some videos. Oh,
2: yeah, and like my parents were going to watch our kids and they were like, are you still going? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah.
1: But <laughs> we'll take the, our chances. The organizers of Naughty New Orleans, um, we we didn't call or email. I mean, we were concerned about the convention, um. But we didn't call or email about um, what what was going on, but apparently a lot of people did. And so the organizers of Naughty sent out a couple of emails um, just letting people know how things were going and how much of a non-issue it actually ended up being. Um,
2: He sent a uh, a funny picture that was like, this is the worst of the damage that we had, and I live two blocks from the hotel or whatever. It was a picture of his front porch, and the corner of his rug was rolled up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah like
1: this yeah the the extent of the damage like, this was is the
2: extent of our damage
1: <laughs> no flooding or anything just yeah. so that ended up that was a it big, big it ended up being on it ed- ed- that, issue, that was, but it was a yeah, exactly. so, so so
2: getting Colette. back to collapse. so we walk in this door this random door in the middle of the city and we're greeted by two sexy hostesses and you know we say that we're from the you know from the convention they, they like stamp our badges or whatever then they have us sit on this little sexy couch, it's all dark in there, with mood lighting, and say that they'll give us a tour. We actually ended up not waiting for the tour, I think we were a little impatient, and we were just like, yeah, eh, well, we for a few minutes." Yeah,
1: It's not our first rodeo. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so we just got up and we decided to wander around ourselves. So we came across, there's there was a dance room with a big dance floor and a stripper pole.
0: Oh yeah, and you had some fun on the stripper I pole. I did have some
2: fun on the stripper pole. I gotta have a few drinks before I can do anything on the stripper pole, it's like liquid courage, for sure. <laughs> But I had some fun on the stripper pole, and then they have a bar, and we were like, "Oh, let's go get a drink at the bar." Little did we know, for anybody who goes out there, the bar only has mixers. They actually don't have their liquor license. You have to bring your own booze, which
1: isn't super uncommon. We've been at other clubs that are like that, but we didn't know. But we didn't that. know it, yeah. yeah.
2: So they're like, "Okay, we'll mix you anything you want. Where's your booze?" We we're like, "Oh, yeah, can we just have some water?" Because we didn't realize it. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. I mean, we can have we can have fun and have sex without having the alcohol. So you know, alcohol is nice, but. Eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. When I said liquid courage, we had been drinking before we went. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, So there's dancing. There's a DJ. And, and uh, you know, we spent some time doing that. There's a little... There's there's some couches that kind of um line the wall around the dance floor. So mm-hmm. you can sit and watch people dance. You can get up and dance. There's a little table there. You can put your drinks or whatever. Don't leave your drinks alone, though, as you would so. Never leave so. <laughs> never leave a drink alone.
1: The, the Heidi PSA. Yeah,
2: well, never leave a drink alone. Yeah. Anyway... Um. So outside of the dance floor, then you can go back further, like deeper into the area or up up some stairs actually, right? We were yeah, yeah, it was upstairs. And then there were playroom after playroom. They all had kind of different themes, but it was all dark, very sexy. There was towels all around. There was attendees there as well. And so we ended up boning in a room with a large round bed.
1: It was fucking hot.
2: And it was, there was, like, stars painted on the ceiling, but not in a cheesy way. Like, it was actually very nice. Like, you can imagine stars on a ceiling. Oh, yeah. and I, there, I there was a teenage girl's wait, bedroom, but it was actually really nice. It was a
1: giant round bed, windows all around. Yep, so windows all around, but the room could watch. around the bed
2: is too, around the bed as well. And so, you know, we started fucking, it was an empty room, and then a bunch of people came in to start watching us, and it's it's just hot. Like, we, we definitely are, are exhibitionists, and so having the opportunity to bone at a club was a lot of fun and there were tons of other rooms that people were banging in and you know you could watch or you could be watched or you could even meet a couple there at the party and then go go bone together we didn't meet anybody or you know have chemistry that particular night but i can imagine a a time where you could meet somebody or even go with another couple there like Mm-hmm. If you live in New Orleans, it would be a great place. to... Yeah, Colette was a real. You could meet nice somebody club. and like go fuck there instead of if you didn't want to bring them back to your own house or get a hotel room. That'd be a great place to to go and have some like just swinger socks.
1: Yeah, so Colette was. I wish uh, they had
2: places like that here. I know, It'd be that's awesome. Like you' be In the mood. To, you're in the mood to have a party. You don't have to wait till like once a month takeover. You can I just know. Go to the club. You you can it's can going every there, weekend like Thursday through around, Saturday no whatever clock, nobody nobody has to have anybody over to their so house so we're jealous of all of you who I'm live in it who
1: live in an area that has clubs like that because Michigan fucking sucks yeah there's especially the the like the nice um, even the nice hotel takeovers have closed down recently so the Michigan swinging scene is a little, a little annoying at the moment Not really. um for for those of us who like uh, bigger parties or hotel parties or things like that. That Colette's
2: or... not huge, but I don't no, imagine that the swinging community in that area is huge. Maybe it is. Well,
0: it I don't be... know. Well, it it's could big, be. But... Well,
2: that's the thing. It's big enough to maintain a club like that and keep them going exactly. and, and whatever. So it probably is pretty big. But
1: fuck fuck Michigan zoning, where you can't like have those types of clubs. Yeah, I know. Um,
2: but I'm glad we got to experience Colette, and and we skipped out on Space Night, but lots of fun. Anybody who goes to Nadia Knowledge should check out Colette. We were there, on I think it was probably a slower night, too. It wasn't super busy, but it was still fun.
1: So we had... I don't remember if it was... It wasn't the same night. I think it actually was the night before. I I, I don't want to forget to talk about... um, the Blue Party. The Blue Party was awesome. It was...
2: Blue Bayou. Was yeah, the,
1: the Blue the Bayou. Theme. It was at the Harrah's... Uh... Harrah's...
2: Well, it was at the Fillmore, which is the oh, um, that's music theater. Oh, is it that's why you said... at the Harrah's Casino. Oh, okay. So I, the music theater itself is the Fillmore. I was super confused why you
1: even said the Fillmore. I was like, yep. what? It was at the casino. So okay. the, the
2: Fillmore is the, the music venue there. It's a huge music venue um, with a stage and a wide-open dance floor in front of it. Um, you can imagine they would have... Uh, general admission type concerts there. Yeah, yeah. You know, all standing room only type concerts. And then there are, there actually are seats in the back and seats are on the sides too, auditorium style. So it probably holds like, oh, I don't know, several thousand.
1: Yeah, you know. and they had they had a really awesome... Um, so it was They, a, they it had was a cover band it was a that was doing theme, 70s, so it, it was 70s,
2: blue, 80s, you yeah. know, 70s to now type covers. Um, all, yeah. all fun dance songs.
1: It was a Blue Bayou theme. So everybody, like, the blue was the theme. So there was a lot of hot, sexy... Black blue, of blue, blue, blue dresses, blue dresses and, blue and but it was, it was, the live music was really awesome. They had yeah. a cover band who could do with they had a the band had a um, male singer and a female singer, so they could have they covered a the, variety of had, songs. They had I mean, they had no no song like like the 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 gender of the singer for the cover song was wasn't a concern because they could sing male songs, female songs. It um it was it was really really fun. They had yeah, um,
2: it was it was great. I mean, yeah, we were there it was, several hours. We had it great was a time, blast. lots of dancing. It wasn't as busy as I expected it to be. I don't know if a lot of people skipped out that night, but... Well... They had, they had buses running it was every a big, 10 minutes I mean, it's there. a
1: big venue, though. That's true. So, Maybe it's just
2: bigger than...
1: I mean, the the convention was about 2,500 people, if I recall what, what we were told. Yeah, that venue um, probably
2: holds five times it, that, so... Well,
1: yeah. I don't know. It's a large venue, and so it might have... Even if you get every single... Which, I mean, not every couple is going to be there, or every yeah. um, person is going to be there. But it is... Um,
2: which, to that effect, it was nice to not be super crowded for a night. Because uh, the dance floors, otherwise, are at the hotels, are crowded, you know, jam-packed. hmm But that's good. I mean, that's sexy when there's lots of people dancing. But sometimes it's nice to have a little bit of space, too. Lots of fun. I was a little skeptical. I was like, eh, ah, we got a bus out there and bus back. It's going to be a hassle. Cars is literally, like, maybe a mile down the road. On, not On either. the same street. I mean, it's, it's gotta close. Be... If you really need sure to, like a... you could walk in. I'm sure
1: it's like a half. It's... It's i bet it's like a half mile. But I mean, with you know, a lot of hot women heels, you don't want to. No, you you don't want people walking You don't want to walk, but it's not far. It's not far at all. So I think just about the last thing to talk about is the Saint Hotel, right? We we didn't go, we didn't say the Saint Hotel. So the Saint is considered the overflow hotel, but it almost. It, it, it was be.
2: taken over it, too, I think. Though oh,
1: it was it was full too. I think it was full, but it was considered to be yeah. the, the, so the 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 Saint overflow is, like after the crown, the yeah, crown maybe plaza. Maybe like
2: maybe half a block away. It's not super yeah. far away. It's on the other side of Bourbon Street, but still on on the main street canal. It's still mm-hmm. on Canal Street, just on the other side of Bourbon. And it has an old feel. Like the Saint feels like an old soul kind of hotel. Well,
1: but it also has like a sexy feel, though. It was
2: super, the scene super. It sexy, was way yeah.
1: hotter of a of an atmosphere than. the... The Crown Plaza was just your standard, I standard, mean, hotel. St- standard yeah. nice, nice hotel, but yeah. standard. And there's a bar there.
2: That's The thing about the Crown Plaza, there's always people milling about. Could be four a.m., could be four p.m., whatever it is. There's always people at the bar. There's always people just sitting out by the elevators. There's there's like couches and stuff outside the elevators, on the main floor, and they're just sitting out and about. The Saint was a little emptier from that respect. But when you get there, um, if you want to go into the state was the dungeon, so that's where the BDSM play was.
0: Yeah,
1: so and we went over there initially just to check out the dungeon. Yeah. Not that we we aren't necessarily well, not necessarily we aren't really BDSM individuals, but we we, we like
2: to dabble. We dabble.
1: Dabble so, in like some
2: of the softer play.
1: But we want to go check out and we um, and we
2: like to know other aspects of lifestyle. Yeah, well, type, all, type other aspects too. and plus uh, other like sexual aspects.
1: Just what's going on. I mean there was part of the convention that we hadn't seen yet. So yep. it's like let's go check out the dungeon. So, so we went
2: and checked out the dungeon and there was probably what 3 6-foot tables like next to each other each like loaded with every kind of whip and chain and and whatever every every kind of implement that you could use on a on a body just side by side by side and I think it was about six card tables full of yeah. just Stuff and it was and, really interesting and, just to uh, look at the different tools you know, and implements that they women, have.
1: And while well, while we were there, there was a woman getting flogged. There was um, there was uh one of the more I- interesting things was a woman hanging in a net while getting flogged. That was yep, interesting. That was pretty cool. I hadn't seen that before. No, like um, like
2: net net like super net. She,
1: yeah, she couldn't yeah.
2: really move. It was almost like hanging in TV Yeah,
1: pantyhose. she was. Yeah, she was in a like a wasn't constricting like, yeah. net.
2: It wasn't like what you'd see like catching fishermen catching fish, in. it was a sexy like like pantyhose
1: but okay. it was hot and so the playrooms and they do have dungeon there, masters i will say like, yes there
2: are people who are there who are dungeon masters who are there to make sure that people are staying safe as well like they're they're walking around kind of helping or teaching with technique and that kind of thing too
1: and so the the playrooms they sort of had really interesting themes they had like um like an so, angel themed so playroom the same, or like devil right? playroom. so
2: there's there's this overarching almost religious aspect to it and what we're doing is very sacrilegious and so there's there's a sexiness about it and the playrooms in the saint aren't hotel rooms in the in the same way as they are in the other place you know at the crown astro there's run of the mill um moving in mattresses on the floor mattress after mattress after mattress at the saint they just took what would be like the suites and they're all connected in some way and they just left them open so imagine these lavish rooms with um kitchens yeah kitchen they were areas, amazing huge bathtub areas great, huge beds with these murals painted on the walls like, like you said angel yeah. murals and devil murals all on the walls and you can yeah. just walk from room to room to room nobody was playing down there i don't know if they were intimidated by yeah, it yeah nobody we were... was playing and if we... we were there at like a nighttime play time yeah, period
1: yeah i i wonder Not a bed and so ruffled. you you blew me for a little bit but that was the only playing that was really going on. Yeah, there were I really think angels to, on the wall looking at us too. It was weird. Yeah, we we were in the yeah, we were in the angel room, not the devil room. Um, but I think a lot of people were almost intimidated by how lavish and nice the rooms yeah, were Yeah, you don't want to be
2: the ones to fuck up the room. And I remember one of the I think it was during the fucker like a goddess um class they had talked about, you know, the the bathtubs at the Saint are amazing. Go bathe, go take a bath at the Saint and then fuck in one of the beds and we were just I, just nobody was using.
1: Them. Nobody was using it, but they were hot, and so we we had plans to come back the next night. We and if we, you're we didn't Catholic, make it.
2: Or if you're any kind of religion and you're you're down there, there can be a sexy element to that. I think
1: <laughs> just like yeah,
2: we're on the angels. We're around.
1: not, but it had a it had like a naughty sexiness to it. Oh, that absolutely, was, that was fucking yeah. hot. Yeah, there um,
2: there was some some sexy elements to it for sure.
1: So so question for you. So. It, um well actually this gets into well i think we're almost wrapping up our talk so i was going to ask you it's a so the question i was going to ask is were we to go again would you opt like because the saint is i think considered the overflow but like would we opt to stay in the crown plaza or the saint
2: i would stay in the crown plaza because the major parties are there so every evening there's two parties there's like a a techno theme there's like a techno party and then there's the theme party and those are in the crown plaza and then the main playrooms are in the crown plaza as well and so if we were to go again i think three out of the four nights we're probably going to be in the crown plaza and i want the ease of having my hotel room in the same in yeah, the same building as the hotel. Good
1: point. Because I would almost say, like, staying in the Saint would be hot. But you're right. We would spend more time in and the Cron I'm taking
2: convenience over hotness. For us. We're not. I know. don't want to have to walk the half a block from but, the Saint But the Saint to is the hot, Crown though. Plaza. Like,
1: you, you Oh, would, yeah. I would want to spend more time over the there. The atmosphere
2: of the Saint is amazing. But it's not where the main parties are. And I like being able to go back to my room to get a shot or to get a drink. I mean, yeah. how many fifths of Bacardi Limon did we go through in four days? <laughs> I think four. I know. So. Not since
0: college.
1: So, um, but if you're into, if, if BDSM is more your, if if a dungeon is more your playroom, then for sure stay yeah, at the same. Yeah, if,
2: if bondage is your thing, if dungeons are your thing, definitely stay so, the same. So
1: let's talk about would we go again? Like, would we, I, well, I, we, well, first of all, we definitely recommend if you want to travel and you want to go on a, a sexy vacation to go, but do, what what are our thoughts on going a second time?
2: I would go again. I would go again too. I think, like, but you and I only travel just you and I every maybe every other year or so without our children with us.
1: That's the thing is is for us like if you live in the area where maybe you could you know you know if you or live if in you don't have if you children, live in Georgia or maybe, maybe your or your Alabama or, or places, states that are closer where they uh, drive, drive yeah. then it's not really it's, it's not a big deal it's not a big deal but if when you it's, have the
2: vacation time from work yeah too, you have vacation time because it is on weekdays too
1: but when it's a major vacation for us. Because there was definitely people there who are like, oh, we, we've been coming for every year. And that's the thing where, even as awesome, we had a great time. But it's it's definitely not going to be an every year thing because it is a major vacation. Yeah, for us it's a vacation. We've got to fly. Flights ha- from
2: Detroit to New Orleans were not as cheap as I expected them to be given the distance. It's not that big of a flight. But and, and
1: we have kids. And so, we, just like you were saying, we only take vacations, just us. A couple
2: vacations, yeah.
1: Um, every now and then we try to get away once a year. But we don't always, like... Like,
2: it's not always the it's B, not something I mean, where
1: we'd want to go every year so i could see going back in a few you know, yeah. in a few years for sure but it's it is not i mean i it's it's kind of unfortunate because it is it's a fun sexy awesome time but it's it's there's other places that we want to travel in the world, and we don't want New Orleans to be a place that we go yeah. every single year. Just like it's,
2: it's there's just, not enough touristy stuff for me to want to do every every year. Every no, of years. what's like, interesting? The French Quarter is quarter's not changing much. So what what's we interesting saw now is, we felt, is be what we see in a couple of years. Now
1: I know, of course, there's like a million things that we didn't do, but I felt like we did New Orleans fairly well. So I'm not. Itchy. We like, we
2: checked off all the major boxes. We, we had and, French food. We uh, the, had po' boys. We had we saw some, the, Yeah, the, we had, the, we had the awesome. Riverfront. The
1: food was awesome, and um, we're not really into um, the occult uh, or or believe in it per se, but I I we both found the uh, the voodoo culture there really cool and fascinating. Yeah, there's
2: all kinds of ghost walking tours and historical. There's lots of history if you if you're into history of any of any kind, it's a great place to. Go. But for
1: us, it's just not gonna. I just so we hadn't talked about it a ton since then although we had talk, talked about it briefly where it wasn't going to be so I wanted to so I'd go again t- in like
2: maybe five years or something like that or four but I want to trip to Desire in between
1: exactly that's the it, thing is is we are definitely not taking multiple adult trips in a single year so it's like well if we want to go to Desire again because we haven't been to Desire since we went just the last time we stopped podcasting so it was 2014, yeah. t- 2014 if we want to go to to, to desire well, again even like you if that was that my in. choice was
2: if you want to go to desire or Naughty in Knowledge or to go I'd go to desire because yeah, uh, I, I would too I prefer to go to Mexico I think I prefer well, these places have their they have a routine right there's a schedule you wake up you do things you, you, you go to dinner you go to your dancing you go to your, your discotheque or your dance or your theme party or whatever you go mm-hmm. have sex you go to bed and then you wake up and you repeat I prefer the routine of a desired vacation. Well, hanging
1: out on the beach mid- during the day is yeah. Is, playing uh,
2: playing naked volleyball, going snorkeling, those are the things that like you know got to my head. I would I would choose those, but I'm glad that I went to Narnia. Oh, balance. for sure, for sure. And so. I do see myself going again. Yeah, but not for a while. Yeah, it'll be because It'll limited. be a few
1: years because we want to travel other places it isn't necessarily that we're limited it's yeah. that we are like time is limited yeah.
2: like, Well, we, and that's, and I, so i don't want to poo poo people who go every year like i oh
1: if you if, if you had to see mean, why
2: you would go if, if you have
1: thought, the me, if we just don't have if that. you have the and it's not even the money per se it's the time like if we can't because we always take a vacation as a family well, we feel and,
2: guilty leaving our kids i mean it's, and you kind we, of we want to go to
1: an, other adult vacations we want to go to so for us I don't think not in New Orleans would be anything um with more frequency than once every every three, couple of years, three years at max, pro- yeah. like once every three years. And like you said, five years seems like a while, but I mean it could be five years by the time you fit in. Like oh, well, we want well, to go to Desire, we want to go to a between, yeah. a swingers cruise, we want to do these various things, and so yeah. um. But it's it's a four day it's a four day hotel takeover yep. with awesome seminars. Uh, sprinkled in when in an awesome city. So it's a cool older, experience.
2: I'd like to get to the point where maybe we are doing a swinger vacation once a year or something like that. But we're just not there at this point.
1: Yeah. So for us, it's every every couple, like we, we we try to go somewhere just you and I once a year. But
2: So as as Jess would say, is this a swing or do you want to swing again? <laughs> and we would <laughs> swing again.
1: We want to swing again, but, oh, yeah, um, but it wouldn't be for, it would be every other year, every few years. Every couple of years. Yeah. But that's for those of you who watch the now-finished HBO show Swing, which I can't even recall if we did an episode was on it that.
2: HBO or Playboy TV?
1: Oh, shoot. Yeah, it was Playboy TV. Sorry. Yeah, Playboy TV. Um, I don't remember if we did an episode on that or not. If we didn't, we should – even if we did, we should revisit and talk about that show because that's a that, – it, it's over now. But we've been making our way – we still have, have episodes of that show that we haven't watched, and so we always make it a, a – we, we always make it a, a session while we we we'll watch the show. We'll we'll foreplay while the show's on, and we'll bang. We bone when they bone. We'll, we'll, we, yeah, we 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 bone while they're in the red room. So and then
2: we when then we cuddle while they have their their coital next day. Yeah, they're talking with Jess. With so we should, we, should, we we
1: we could have. I mean, it wouldn't be a long episode. But we, we we should talk about swing. Um, so I think that's it for yeah.
2: So Nadia Nolens definitely recommend. It was a fun recommend. time. We had lots of. Lots of great sex, maybe some anal too, maybe some that. <laughs> Playing with other people, we we had a good time. We met so many amazing couples there, made lots of friends, definitely,
1: and rec- I mean, reconnected
2: with friends too. Going
1: so. was the reason. Like, if we didn't go, we wouldn't have got this podcast up and running. I don't like, think we meeting up with other people who we've known who have since started their own podcasts and and are very successful and and are just having fun talking about it made us n- nostalgic for this, and so it definitely got us. It gave us that itch again, so we can thank the trip for getting us back into it. it
2: yeah, for absolutely. sure. So, let's wrap up. Um, you can reach us at swingingaround.com, or swinging-around.com. That's our website. Email us with any questions, concerns, comments, feedback. If you went to Naughty in New Orleans, or if you haven't, you've got questions. If you've got questions about other things, topics you'd like to hear, shoot us an email. We're swingingaround at gmail.com. No G at the end of swinging. Something new that we've set up, we're on Patreon, so we're patreon.com swingingaround We have various tiers. Our podcast is free. We're always going to keep it free, but if you do like and listen and enjoy what you hear, you know, send us a block or two. Yeah, you
1: can get some extra perks and as well. there's extra well. perks there, Maybe yeah. a sexy podcast, uh, some erotic reading from you, maybe.
2: Exactly. So we've got and, a few different tiers there. And then you check can it fi- out.
1: You can find us on Twitter at Swingin around. And I think that's it, right? Yeah. I think that's all the social medias that we're on. Oh, well, I think we're on Facebook, but we don't. I we think are, it just. we
2: just don't follow that group very closely. We're
1: not. Yeah, so you can find us on Facebook as well. I think it just posts. Um,
2: it posts. When, every time there's an episode, yeah. it posts on Facebook. So.
1: so, all right. Stay sexy and stay swinging.